podcasting from Lagos, Nigeria. You are listening to New Zone with Brown, a podcast committed to discussing relationship matters with reference to personal experiences from an open-minded standpoint to provide you with insights to have the best relationship experience. Prepare to be entertained as I introduce your host, Brown. Hello and welcome to another interesting episode of the Nude Zone with Brown podcast. My name is Brown for now. (laughs) And I am super excited to be your host on this podcast. If this is your first time joining us in the zone, I bid you a warm and hearty, hearty welcome. Bienvenue, bienvenido, a cowboy. And for the sake of my other cultural, I don't know what that is, my listeners from other cultures, I'm going to be learning how to say welcome in other languages. So I already said welcome in English, welcome in Spanish, welcome in French, and welcome in Yoruba. So I'm going to be learning how to say welcome in Alsa, welcome in Igbo, welcome in Ibibio, Efik. You know, as much languages as we can squeeze in there. Yeah, I'm going to be saying welcome in as many languages as possible. So welcome if you're a first time listener. Yay, thank you for joining us in the zone. And to my regulars, my people, my customer, Dada, thank you for your loyalty, your support, and your unwavering love. It means the world to me. Thank you so, so, so much. Welcome back to the zone, ladies and gentlemen. This week, or this day, (laughs) this day, I have no particular topic to share my thoughts on. As a matter of fact, I have about four things that are on my mind, that are prevailing on my mind, and I'd like to talk to you about, that I'd like to share with you. And you know that I love your feedback, so please stop withholding it. Come on, talk to me. A lot of you guys have my contact on WhatsApp. Let me know what it is that you think. Whether you agree or you disagree with what I say. Come on, talk to me. I don't bite. I don't bite. We will argue. That's the highest of it. We will not even argue. We will banter. We will discuss. Argue isn't the right word. We We will talk. We will discuss. We will exchange ideas. And yes, we will learn from each other. I mean, that's the reason why I do this. I cannot have everybody on the podcast at the same time, you know. So when I put my thoughts out there and you listen, I mean, come on, let me know if you agree. Oh, yeah, Brown, yeah, you were right on this. Or oh, Brown, I disagree on this. I think you're wrong. Let me know what it is that you think. Maybe from today's um, talk, you definitely have something to say because I have like four different things to talk about. So definitely one of them will prick you the most and you say, ah, I have to reach out to Brown on this, hopefully. Now, these things, these topics that I have in mind are not, I will not call them interesting topics. As a matter of fact, they actually, some of them are actually quite disturbing. You would agree with me at the end of this episode or as you listen that these things are disturbing. Let's not, um, I'm going to be taking it one after the other, yeah? I'll start with the first. The first um, topic, the first prevailing issue on my mind is the issue of domestic abuse in relationships. I mean, we know very well 
we know very well that it's not a new thing. It's been happening for ages. I mean, it's been happening. Nobody's saying a new thing. But my God, my God, my God. It is not something that we look forward to hearing about. We don't want this happening to people. We don't want this happening in, in relationships. We don't want this happening in marriages. I mean, it's so it's so hard to hear. When you hear of such happening, like another one human being inflicting, intentionally inflicting pain on another human being in a relationship where they have both sworn to love, protect, respect, and uphold each other. It's crazy. It literally gives me the creeps. I'm like, how? How? Now, there are two cases of, of this um, abuse that in the past weeks have been pretty popular one happened right here at home that's here in nigeria and the other one happened in the us of a and it's funny how yes yes i know before before i um, state these examples that there are many people that are going through this that we do not know of and i guess the reason why we know of these people is because they are somewhat in the limelight these two cases are actually celebrities in their own rights you know and having these kind of things happen to them of course everything about celebrities gets blown up beyond the you know people living their average lives under the radar do you get so when something happens to them or with them a lot more people get to hear about it and that's why these two cases are actually very very popular not that regular people don't go through this of course they do of course they do and that's not taking away the importance or the levity of it these two cases i'm sure you already know you're already saying it murmuring it or saying it out loud or saying it in your head the one that happened here at home is the osinachi case the one that happened in the us of a is the johnny depp case now this obviously actually tells you that abuse is actually not you know one gender based yeah, 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 let's not get into the argument of it's predominantly on one side and the other. I'm not going to get into that. The point I was trying to make there was it happens both to the man and to the woman, or it could happen to either the man or the woman. So it's not a necessary um, case of not, not only woman they suffer abuse, I mean, not only man they suffer abuse. No, both genders actually do suffer abuse. And in the case of this Jenny Depon, I'm not gonna lie, it shocked me. I was amazed. Because you look at Johnny Depp, yeah, you look at him like he's built, he's his his personnel, he's is you just look at him and you don't expect that such a man will go through such a thing. Like you you would almost think to yourself, how? How how? I don't know if I'm putting this right out there, but for me it came to mind. Like you don't ex like if you were maybe a smallish man now you know somebody with a very small stature and or you could feel that okay maybe the woman felt like okay i get body pass out my feet or body am but only depth i mean this guy well let me stop there so that i, I don't get misconstrued and then in the osinachi case you look at it like ah, this is a gospel singer a christian right who most likely got married to a christian as well domestic abuse in a christian marriage this just tells you that really there are no specific dynamics to this thing. Whether you're tall or short, thin or fat, Christian or not, handsome or beautiful, fair or dark, look, anybody can be a victim. And it even scares me to say that I also believe that 
anyone can be an abuser. It doesn't matter how gentle they look. It doesn't matter how simple they act. It doesn't matter how religious they they act or look. Anyone can be an abuser. Now, is everybody an abuser? No, but anyone can be an abuser. And that's why, you know, I think that we really ought to put these things into cognizance when choosing who we are going to spend the rest of our lives with. We cannot stress this thing enough. We can't stress it enough. It's very important. It's very important that you take your time. <laughs> I just remember like, uh, Brown, um, your husband, you just told us in the last episode that you guys, well, yes, we do not spend much physical time choosing each other. But I truly believe that a lot of spiritual time was spent into choosing each other. Now, let's not deviate. You really have to impute. And, that's, and I think that's also to say that it's not how long, right? But how well. Right, so it doesn't. It does not really mean that you would have spent twenty years getting to know them before marrying them. Mm-mm. And it doesn't also mean that two months is enough. It doesn't mean that twenty. Look, do you get my point? I don't want to ramble on and on about that. I'm just trying to state here that you really have to be careful in the choice of whom you spend the rest of your life with. Haven't said that. How? Do you think it is possible to prevent abuse from happening in a relationship? Honestly, I don't know if I have an answer to that question. I honestly don't know. I believe, however, that it takes... Now, this might sound... I don't know. But it takes it takes a lot of grace. It takes a lot of intentionality to prevent abuse from happening. Now, here's why I say so. And please, correct me if you feel differently. Or rather, let me know if you feel differently, okay? I'd really love to hear your, your POV on all of these things that I'm talking about today. We've heard of, you know, some people saying that the reason why the woman gets got beaten, rather, was be- is because, you know, women can push you to the wall with what they say. They can be very, very verbally abusive. Like a woman can actually turn you blah, 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 with her mouth, you know. To an extent, we would all agree that, you know, women can be very verbal, right? And sometimes some people, some men are not as mentally strong to withstand such um attack now i'm going to put it in that light because you know there's verbal abuse there's physical abuse so maybe it starts from verbal abuse some people are not mentally strong enough to withstand the verbal abuse and so they result to i'll show you that i'm stronger than you physically i may not be able to talk like you can talk but i can exert physical dominance i'm going to show you that i'm the boss in that regard and then they smack the woman or they start to hit her and over time it just becomes a thing now could this have been prevented yes from both parties now both parties in every relationship should realize that look the tongue is a very powerful tool it's a very powerful tool in fact the bible describes it as fire right it's going to be in our best interest to build each other up with our words than to tear each other down Don't speak in the heat of anger. Don't talk just to hurt him or to hurt her, right? Don't cast each other down with words. Do your best not to tear each other down with what you say. If you're angry with something that he did, please try and calm down before you communicate it to him. 
And when you're communicating it to him, don't go, he hurt me with what he did or what he said. I'm going to hurt him back. Let's do our best not to do a tit for tat relationship. It's hard. I know that it is hard because I'm more, you know, I'm now married, so I can't... And we've had a lot of fights, so guys. I, I will not lie to you. We've had a lot of fights. And we're just two months old in marriage. We've had a lot of fights. And there are times, naturally, I'm the very careful type with my words. There have been times when the thought has come to say something really, really harsh to me. Like, maybe if I say it this way, we'll get what I'm saying. That Those thoughts have come, but then I've had to rein it in. Like, hey, that will not help, oh. That will not help at all, at all. And that's why I said it takes a lot of grace because that's the grace part that comes in. That caution from the Holy Spirit, like, hey, that's not what you should be doing. And then the intentionality part is where you to you now accept that you take that guardians from the Holy Spirit. You, you, you actually listen to him and obey. You don't say, no, he hurts me. I'm going to do my own back. Mm-mm. So you see, it's both grace and intentionality, the God factor and the you factor. That's why I say that I believe that abuse can be prevented. Now, that's the case of you know, the initial gragra, that's from the woman's side. Now the man, let's now say that she, she's doing her own. She's been verbally abusive. She's saying things that is hurting you and what have you and what have you. How can you prevent it? Can you pray in tongues? Can you leave that room? Can you sing? <laughs> I feel funny saying these things actually, but these are the things that are actually just dropping in my head. Can you take a look at her and just say baby i love you or whatever endearment it is that you call her i love you and i'm aware that you're angry with me but these things that you're saying are tearing me down they are not helping they're making me you know angry and this is not what we should be doing look i honestly don't know what exactly it is that you could do but don't don't hit her don't don't shove her don't push her don't don't retaliate don't respond in the same tone in which she's speaking with you because it's only going to make things worse listen to what the holy spirit is saying to you and i know that it's hard sometimes almost even times and i've got to myself very recently in the showers <laughs> I was standing in the shower and I was praying. I'm like, Holy Spirit, you have to help me. Like, what is this? You know, I just had a small altercation with my husband in the sitting room and it was night. I, I was we were about to go to bed. So I thought, okay, let me just let me just go and take my night shower. Usually we would do this together, but I was so mad and I didn't want to say anything because I might just miss Yan. So I was in the showers, what I was, you know, and I was just I was practically ranting to God, like, oh, you know, my spirit mom was saying, calm down. This, I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, huh. I didn't even know that at some point he had entered the bathroom. It was much later afterwards, he was now asking me, what were you saying in the bathroom? And I'm like, huh? Say, yeah, you were muttering some things. That's to show you that I wasn't speaking. Like, I wasn't making, like, coherent sentences. I was vexed. So I was just going, no. <laughs> And I just thought, I said I was praying. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I was praying. Now, I know that some people might say, oh, they're just two months old. What do you know? Wait for when it really vexes you and all of that. Look, I'm just going to be taking it one day at a time. Like my mentor, you know, counseled us every day, one day at a time. I don't know what tomorrow will bring, but for today, 
this is how I'm dealing with it. I'm praying it. I am singing it. I am tonguing it. You know, that's how I can deal with it today. And when tomorrow comes, I'll deal with it tomorrow as well. When one person is being vexed, it really is important. You know, that age-long advice that they give, that two of you should not be angry at the same time. Oh, please try and make it so. It's hard. I know we'll lie to you. Like, I'm going to say it again. I'm, I'm a tata. Like in this marriage business, I'm a tata, but I've had relationships before now. And I know that, Omo, it's not the same. Oh. Dating, courting is not the same as marriage. Hey, it's not. But then, this advice is really, really, really legit. It can be hard to apply, but it's the truth and it works. If you really don't want the devil to have a foothold in your home, on your relationship it's really really important that both of you practice if one person is angry the other person should calm down or if you said that both of you get angry at the same time one person has to do the work to calm down and not say anything again it's important it's really important my sincere prayer is that god will continually help us and will continually accept the help of god in our relationships now how to deal with it if it happens Ha, I, I really, look, I think I should point out at this point that I've actually been a victim of physical abuse. Yes, if you, if you can go all the way back to one of my episodes titled, One Time Too Many. I've actually been a victim of physical abuse. I was in a relationship where my partner hit me, at least on two occasions. So this is not something that I'm saying abstractly. I've actually been there. What do you do when it happens? I cannot tell you what to do if it happens in your marriage, except to tell you that you need to seek help. Whether it happens in your relationship or your, I mean, in your dating, cutting relationship or your marriage relationship, you need to seek help. Now, the difference here is this. If it happens in your dating, cutting relationship, ah, my sincere advice to you is that at one time is enough. And this goes both ways, actually. As a man, if the person that you are dating or courting, the lady that you are dating or courting, you, you have confirmed that she does not know how to discipline her tongue. She says anything and everything when she's angry. She doesn't care whose horse is God when she's angry. My sincere advice to you is to leave that relationship. You don't need somebody who will test your limits. You don't want to break at some point though and then hit and you know like but i'm not this person because they i know men i know men that naturally you would not think that they are abusive or they, they, they are not the abusive types but they've been pushed to the point where they actually broke don't get into marriage with a woman that would test your limits and break your limits do not you you can see it coming don't get into it vice versa too because you know, we have clearly stated that this abuse thing is both genders. As a woman, you know, pay, your hand is quick to slap somebody. Don't get into a marriage with a man that does not know how to discipline his tongue when he's angry. Please be guided. Or in the case of, he slaps you the first time. I bet she slaps you the first time. Ha! In a dating cutting relationship, me personally, I believe there's reason enough to end that relationship it's not a marriage yet Mm-mm. end it and that's not to say that if it's in a marriage you must continue that's not what i'm saying no but in that marriage there's a commitment right and so you owe it to that commitment to see 
if things can be resolved. Now, I'm not going to say that it must be resolved. Mbano, see if it can be resolved. The first thing to do is to seek help. Please don't keep it to yourself. Please don't try and work it out between each other because that's, see, every marriage needs a third party. I'll say this again. Every marriage needs a third party. And who should that third party be? It should be God. You can't do it by yourselves. God should be the third party. And when you both go to God, seek his face on what to do. Seek counsel. Please be true to yourself. Be true to yourself because God indeed is always ready to help. If he says, do this, talk to this person, buy this book, do that, you know, talk to your parents, talk to, he could, whatever instruction it is that he gives you, I'm sure that when you ask him, he's going to answer. Whatever answer he gives you, be sure that you follow it to the letter. That's if it happens. But my sincere prayer is that we never get to that point because I believe that there's something that is broken if anything like that happens in a relationship and to mend it back might take a lot of time a lot of in fact it will take a lot of time and a lot of effort time when you could have spent loving upon each other and not spent healing i truly pray for us every marriage every relationship that grace is sufficient for us and that we are intentional and deliberate by ourselves to receive the grace that god gives us in abundance to have the amazing relationship that we deserve i didn't mean to spend this much time on this one topic but you can see that i'm really quite passionate about it because it's something that is happening i'm sure that today today that you are listening to this somebody somewhere is still falling victim of this thing somebody somewhere is being abused <sighs> the second issue on my mind prevailing issue on my mind look i don't even know what to call this one whether an apparent child relationship look I don't think there's anybody in this Nigeria that would say that they, they do not know about the Chrisland um, incidents. It was news. It was unpalatable, disturbing news. And then very recently, I read something on a contact WhatsApp status, a very disturbing story as well. A woman and her husband who had to live in different states for financial reasons and then the woman came back home her two daughters told her that their father had been sleeping with them in her absence she confronted the man he denied it vehemently she escalated the matter to their parents their pastors he still denied it and you know just to you know help her kids she worked their papers and took them back to Canada, I think, with her, like, okay, just let's create distance between distance between you and your father. And obviously as well, the marriage got broken. Years later, however, the man was going to get married again. And then she heard the news and then she was just telling her children, her daughters, like, oh, this is what I heard though. Only for the, the daughters, the two kids said that, oh, mommy, um, we actually lied. Daddy did not sleep with us. He actually, we, we just lied on him because he, he, he usually would not allow us to go out and hang out with our friends. I wanted to come back to Canada with you. That was why we lied. <laughs> Need donors. That reaction that you have, gun, 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 was the reaction that I had. My mouth was open for seconds. Like, what? They lied on their biological father. 
and they maintained that lie jesus like the heart of man is truly wicked and you know in my conversation with the person who posted that story on their status i was mad of course like how these kids are evil and i remember a person telling me that you see i blame the parents i'm like how these kids know what they are doing he said yes they know what they are doing no doubt but let's not forget that this is a marriage that we're talking about the principal players of that relationship was the husband and the wife the the father and the mother what kind of communication were they having all through the while when she was in canada and they were here in nigeria were they not speaking well did she not know what was going on at home like were they just was there radio silence and when she just came back bam then she didn't know anything that happened before and then she was doing fed news was that what was happening and i i, I actually saw sense in what that person said and it just scares the bejesus out of me like ha oh more parenting is not beans parenting is not beans honestly <laughs> i don't even know of course i'm not here to give advice on what that woman should do because honestly i don't know but i think it just calls our attention to the fact that look children can be evil yes i said it you have to be careful as a parent. Hey, parenting is a calling. It is a calling. And dare I say that we did not just wake up and find ourselves where we are today. This has been a long time coming. The children that we see today are product of the children that we had yesterday, isn't it? So whatever it is that we're complaining of today, let's ensure that our children tomorrow don't complain of the same thing or they don't even complain of worse somebody recently asked me that what's that thing i wish my parents knew when i was a teenager i had to think long and deep about my answer and i realized that what i really wanted them to know was that i needed their friendship i did not have it then as i have it now there were no enemies then but back then it was more of a disciplinarian kind of thing you know authoritarian kind of relationship now we are more friends than you know the authoritative side that's because you know we've we've grown in different ramifications and there has to be like a, a shuffle of relationship dynamics I'm just grateful to God and to my parents that I turned out the way that I turned and I'm grateful to myself too. I made a lot of mistakes so I'm grateful to myself that I was able to retrace myself, that I allowed myself to retrace my steps. I'm grateful to myself. I'm grateful to my parents who never gave up on me, who actually gave me the right foundation. They did the best that they could. They are, because they are still parenting me, they are doing the best that they can and I am sure that if not for God in all of this, nothing would have stood. So I'm grateful to God as well. I beg you, as a parent or as an intending parent, this is a ministry that we cannot afford to fail at. Learn how to parent. Pray for your children. Pray with them. Teach them. Correct them. Don't indulge them. Be friends with them. Listen to them. Chastise them. Look, I'm just going to end it here. God help us all. Truly, God help us all. And of course, let's talk about this concept of late marriage. 
look, like the other two topics beforehand, I can personally relate to this. I got married in my 30s, right? And yeah, early 30s. And I got a lot of God's time is the best, which is very true. I, 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 <laughs> I got a lot of, um, okay, so this Yoruba saying, I'm Yoruba. Um, the Yoruba saying goes, Akpekotoje, Konije Baje. So does that mean that Entobade Teje, Oleje Baje? Look, who said some people get married late and some people got married early? Like this concept of time, late marriage, early marriage. Yes, sometimes, sometimes the terminologies might be correct in the sense that, you know, you could say 20s, yeah, early, that's early on in your life. 30s, that's later on in your life. But who said that if you got married in your 20s, you got, you got married early? Gina, by all means, that, that actually can be... <laughs> Now, please, I, I need you to... I'm actually thinking faster than I'm speaking here. So I think I need to slow down. And I hope that you guys understand what it is that I'm saying. Let's first establish and agree to the fact that everybody's journey in life is different. My journey is different from that of my sisters. My sister's journey is different from that of our moms. My mom's, Our mom's journey is different from that of each of our friends like everybody's journey oh i just realized that i just use female female examples now maybe because this usually is you know directed at the female gender another reason is because they feel that our biological clock runs fast boy there's a lot of things about this i don't even know which one to start from I am of the opinion that if you get married in your 50s or you get married in your 20s, the only person that is qualified to say whether your marriage is early or not is God. Kekwano, God is the only person that has that power or has that justification or that has the right or that has any Oyibo that you want to put there to say, oh, Olayemi got married early. Or, oh, Olayemi got married late. Why? Because he's the only, he's the custodian of our time. He's the only person that knows when he has arranged or when he has planned for you to do what at a particular time. So that's why sometimes when you're going, God, I need this now. He's just there looking at you like, okay, I hear you, but that's not when I'm giving it to you because by my own calculation or by my own plan, you don't need it now. You need it in two days time. So let's wait till then so that you'll be able to do your best with it. Or God, I need it now. You'll be like, hey, my father, I have given you this thing since, but you have been playing with it. You have been toying with it. You did not handle it. You did not see that I have given it to you. You needed this thing two years ago, not now that you're even praying for it. And I've been calling your attention to it. Look, only God, only God knows when it is early, when it is on time, or when it is late. In fact, as a a matter of fact, for we human beings, let's put it at the back of our heads and in the front of our minds that we do not have the right to say that one person's marriage came late or one person's marriage came early. You are not God. And why am I this pained on this topic, you might be wondering. <laughs> Aside the fact that I have or had a very personal experience on this, like I just shared a couple of minutes ago, it was this Peter Dominic's wedding that brought it to, 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 to the fore of my mind again. By the way, 
congrats really congratulations with the dominic like we are obviously very happy for you and i'm sure okay i can't say i'm sure but i i, I think it is safe to assume that almost everyone who congratulated you is actually happy for you even those that went say it's better late than never see she waited for kineko kineko she got married late but she you know even even those comments they actually do mean well i i think <laughs> congratulations again Mr. dominic you made a very beautiful bride and yes Kemia Detiba as well. Congratulations, Mama. You both made very beautiful brides. I, you know, it is our sincere prayer that you enjoy your home and that God's peace and wisdom avails for you always. Having said that, it was these two weddings that, you know, brought this into my mind. And I'm like, why are people like this? What is, what is, they got married late, but they got, look, who said they were late? Is this a race? And before you know it, we're not start saying that society puts pressure on us. Like I have always said, we are the society. We are the ones giving ourselves unnecessary headache. Can you just say congratulations? I'm happy for you. God bless your home. And move on. What do you mean by even though they got married late, they got a good kineko? Look, look, it's my opinion. I was about to say humble opinion, but it's not so humble because I, I very much staunchly believe that no human being should have the audacity to say that one person's marriage came late or one person's marriage came early you are not god you are not god please stop putting pressure on people stop putting pressure on yourself self as i begin some people say that um getting married before 30 get this one before this time get married before this one look who is chasing you let's not chase ourselves if we can agree that nobody is chasing us, let's not chase ourselves. How is that? And I think that it, it kind of applies to the male gender too, but not as much as it does to the females. Like I said a couple of minutes ago, maybe because of the biological clock thing, yeah? But then there are some men that so we'll say he got, mar- he, he got married late. He got, ma- look, let me not say it again. So there's also something we are fighting. You are not God. Nobody is late. Nobody is early. We all get married at God's time for us. Please, please be advised. Yes, I think that. Oh, I think that Jesus says, you know, <laughs> when we are celebrating other people's successes, let's let's just stick to congratulating them. So, guys, thank you for listening till the end. This was, I know, a much longer episode than previous but you can see that it was worth it i mean i spoke on three things i think and like i said at the beginning i really want to hear from you don't just listen to this and uh, go your way i want to hear from you thank you once again for listening to the end i do hope that you have a fantastic week ahead do not forget that i do this because i love you and biggest of all abba loves you until next time when i come your way with another wonderful episode of the new zone with brown podcast i leave you in the hands of god and do not forget that i love you
Instagram at nude underscore zone underscore with underscore brown and please do follow on Twitter at nude zone with B. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic week ahead. Jesus loves you.